This is the Band School Podcast, where we talk about business adventure and mission with your host, Buddy Rathmel. All right, and welcome to the Bam School Podcast. I'm here with my, I don't want to say old friend, but friend from, from way back in the 90s uh, when we were at Clark Summit University together as students. Chris was my first uh Barber, you're, are you a barber or a hairdresser? I'm not sure, but she cut my hair way back in the day at uh, college, and uh, we, yeah, we connected that first semester, um, got to know each other a bit, and now reconnected. I don't think we've talked since the 90s, have we? I don't think so. Maybe a little bit on Facebook. Yeah, maybe a few messages here and there, but, but actually talking, we went from the 90s to the 2023 year, and so... Super fun to reconnect. Um, I love stories of people that you know have their own business, doing their own thing, pursuing a little bit of freedom, and been following some of your journey the last couple years online. And so I thought it would be super fun to have a conversation about that. So Chris, welcome to the BM School Podcast. Thank you, buddy. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm so excited that we got to reconnect. And your hair looks great, by the way. Ah, oh, thank you. You know, so... Since the time that you cut my hair, I think I lived in America another four or five years. And then the last 20 something years, all I say is number two on the side and a little bit shorter up top. So no matter what country I'm in, they get it. Well, I moved back to America and I always used to think, oh, it'll be so fun to be able to tell them exactly what I want. But I actually didn't like going to barbers that spoke English. So I found like a Spanish barbershop. It's like a party music's loud. I can't talk to anyone. I just say number two short. It's funny. Now I actually like, I don't know what it is, but I just like not being able to talk to people that cut my hair after all those years. So cool. So tell me a little bit of your journey um, since graduating CSU and yeah, just a bit of your story. Well, I graduated in the nineties, as you mentioned, Um, you ratted me out. Um, and after that, I actually taught for 19 years, um, some in South Jersey and some in Southwest Florida, all at Christian schools. And, um, then after that, God redirected my life to go up to CSU, um, back to our stomping ground. And I was a resident director, um, in a girl's dorm, which was super exciting, super stretching. And I worked in admissions during my time there. Um, And then since then, um, I moved back to South Jersey, and that's when um, I started getting really frustrated even more with my health, and um, I can give you more about how that ended up, but because of that, um, and losing weight, and working with a health coach, that's what um, changed the trajectory of my life into becoming a health coach. So then after working up there, Um, I had a little hiatus where I wasn't sure what God had for me, and I proofread pharmaceuticals outside of Kensington, Philadelphia. So if you know anything (laughs) about that area, um, it was a very interesting and scary experience, but I knew that that's what God had for me. And while I was there um, was when I started working with a health coach. And so um, then I quit that job, and now I health coach full-time. Cool. So did you have like any entrepreneurial, you know, background, your family or leanings, or you just kind of fell into it because it worked out really well for you? 
I started a Mary Kay business um, okay. years and years ago because I was using Mary Kay and you get your products yeah. at 50% off. Right. Um, and I love doing that, but it wasn't something that I ever saw myself doing full time. Yeah. So other than that, I mean, um, you cut you cut hair in college, which was way more profitable than you know making ten bucks an hour, doing whatever the rest of us were doing. Actually, absolutely. I only did that for a year or so too, and found more profitable gigs. And that's as the well. only thing I did during college to make money was I cut hair, um, which yeah. is funny. I will tell you this: um, boys were way pickier than girls were about having their hair cut. <laughs> funny what about this what about this this little yeah. area here whereas girls were like ah, it'll grow out in a month yeah so that was pretty funny well and girls i guess like back back in the 90s was the era of bangs and, bangs and perms big hair yeah. so what now i feel like uh you know it's like you cut it it's a little bit shorter or whatever so and I do occasionally I'll cut like my great nieces and nephews hair or I cut my mom's hair or yeah. um, there's some friends that'll find out that I have that skill and I'll cut hair. But it's rare that I cut anybody's hair and I certainly don't cut my own. I pay someone yeah. well to do that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, so what have been some of the adventures, the highs and lows over the years uh, for you? Um, well, the highs, I would say, have just been. Um, watching God orchestrate things. Um, yeah. He led me to Florida and then he, um, which I was able to be near my sister's family during that time. And then he led me to CSU. I was able to be near my sister's family during that time. So that was just a, an amazing gift. And that was a really big high for me to be close with them because I'm super close with my sister and then her four kids. They're the closest thing that I have to my own children. So, yeah. and they call me Aunt Dish, by the way. Um, my nephew couldn't say Chris, it came out Dish, so I'm Aunt Dish. <laughs> um, so that was the, I heard the phrase once, um, God's clock keeps perfect time. Yeah. And I think about that as I look back on my life, um, how God orchestrated things that I could not have orchestrated myself or planned myself. Whereas the lows, um, I think having to trust God on my own has been hard. Um, struggling with fear has been hard um, as a single person. Um, the sole breadwinner for myself, yeah. um, knowing that um, I have to completely and fully depend on God. Those are, are what are the hardest parts. Deaths have been difficult too, yeah. but nothing compares to what started my health journey was in 1998 when I had a car accident. Um, and that's when I started gaining and gaining and gaining. So that would be the biggest low, I would say, because that changed initially the trajectory of my life. Yeah. So um, what happened in the car accident? Like, was it just hard to, you know, what, what led to that after the car accident? Um, well, I was stopped at a light and rear-ended, so yeah. um, I hit the back of my head on a headrest, and yeah. that freaked out my back. Uh, so after that, it left injuries to my neck and my back, yeah. and I couldn't be the active person that I was, like you knew yeah. me in college. I played, I didn't play basketball on the team, but I played intramural basketball yeah. and um, was super active. And at the time, I was the basketball coach. So that really devastated my life and I missed four months of school out on disability 
And just after that, I could not, um, as I said to you before, I could not out-exercise my fork. I couldn't get ahead of my weight. Yeah. And it became um, a huge burden for me. Buddy, I yeah. just was so frustrated all the time. And I was doing the math, um, and it was 21 years. So for the first 27 years of my life, I was thin. And then I had this car accident, and I couldn't stop gaining weight, gaining weight, gaining weight, because I couldn't lead the active lifestyle that I had. And for yeah. 21 years, I was discouraged and frustrated on the inside because yeah. you know, my joy doesn't come from how I look and that kind of thing. My joy comes from my purpose. But it just was, I, I often wondered and had many conversations, even with professors when I was back up at CSU, am I a poor testimony because of how overweight I am? And all the yeah. things that I don't do and, and just all those things that you're searching scripture for. And why isn't God answering this prayer? And why yeah. can't I conquer this? And, and what's the issue? What's the problem? What's the sin in my life yeah. that I can't get over this thing that I'm struggling with so hard? Yeah. So that was, so now I look back and I just had this revelation the other day and I was talking with a potential client who only knew me as heavy. Yeah. Because I had taught her kids. And I said to her, I now know why I had my car accident. Cool. Because if I hadn't gained all that weight, yeah. why would I have looked for something? Why would I have struggled with something? Um, why would I have, when I had that conversation um, with a health coach, why would I have been like, this is the piece that I'm missing. This is what I'm searching for. Yeah, that wouldn't even have been an issue for me because I probably still would have been thin my whole life. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. And you, I don't think you said it on the podcast, but you said earlier that you lost a hundred pounds in a year, which is in less than a year, buddy. In less, in less than a year. Than a year. <laughs> yeah. And I still have about twenty more pounds that I want to get off. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, the program that my coach recommended for me worked unbelievably well. And I'll yeah. give you this little snippet of information. Um, my first week on plan, I lost 16 pounds. Wow. My second week, I lost seven pounds. Yeah. Buddy, I was only going to do the plan for six months to see if it would work because yeah. I had tried everything else under the sun, exercise yeah. classes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And had failed at everything and gained yeah. more weight and got more yeah. frustrated. So I, in my mind, I don't remember if I said to her or if, um, it was what I thought in my head, but I was going to do for six months this program. Yeah. And um, if I could just lose 50 pounds, I'll be thrilled. Yeah. And do you know what 26 and or 16 and 7 are? Uh, 23. Like 23. So yeah. I was almost halfway to my goal and I thought, holy smokes, this is unbelievable. Yeah. So that yeah. was... That was so crazy that I could even lose that much weight. And really, in two months, I lost 43 pounds. Wow. Which is why I talked to my health coach and said, uh, I want to do what you do, and yeah. I want to help the whole planet. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, just people that, are, that work in different aspects of the health industry. Um, one of the guys I was connected to, Jeff Reckoner's brother-in-law, was a chiropractor and then he he got into like you know health kind of things and now he has a business that's all like the high-end health things like infrared lights and all those different things but it's like his whole life 
has been around, you know, just helping people um, have better health or whatever. Is there any verse or like quote that kind of was an encouragement to you along the way or kind of, yeah, just that you think about and keeps you going? Well, my life verse is Colossians 1.10, that you walk worthy of the Lord and all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Yeah. So that's something that always keeps me focused, grounded, and driven. Yeah. Um, but I would say one thing I heard years and years ago, it's a little tricky, so you got to listen closely. Okay. All right. I'm leaning your in. Your walk talks and your talk talks, but your walk talks louder than your talk talks. Yeah. And nice. so that has always stuck with me and um, trying to make your walk match up with your talk, yeah. but people are going to watch what you do. Yeah. So living a life that honors God and everything is paramount and yeah. doing the best we can to live to please the Lord. And then um, the verse that God gave me for my health coaching business, I wanted something that I could sign on my cards and write, cause I'm a, I'm a letter writer. I write a lot of cards to my clients. Um, is Third John uh, chapter 1, verse 2. And I love it in the New Living Translation. You probably okay. noticed I quoted out of um, King James. Because, you know, <laughs> I learned all my scripture <laughs> from As Awana a and church and camp yes. and all that in Christian school. So in the New Living Translation, the verse says, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. Yeah. Nice. So that's something that for me, as I'm checking with clients and talking with them and just having regular conversations with people um, about where they are in their health, because health really encompasses so much more than weight. Right. Yeah. So for those sure. are things that are the driving forces for me is basically scripture. But yeah. then those little quippy quotes that you hear and, you know, Tozer's um you know, A.W. Tozier, um, his yes. quote that says, what comes to your mind when you think about God is the most important thing about you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is always a fascinating quote to me and something to really think about, because I think that changes depending on what season of life you're in. Yeah. Would you agree? <clears throat> I would. I, I had Jen and I actually were invited to work at the school that he started in California, which slips my mind at the moment. Really? Way back in the day. We actually got invited to two different schools and we said no to both of those. And um, I always think like, what would happen if we did college stuff our whole lives, you know? And um, yeah, but- Oh, uh, living uh, on a college campus is super fun. Yeah. Yeah, I was just back at CSU last week and super fun to see, you know, students and profs and conversations and just, the energy of um, young people and the excitement and all of that kind of thing. And I actually like working, like I thought my schools for entrepreneurship would be like, I don't know, like 22 to, you know, 26 year olds. But really it's been like, I had one kid come at 17 once. He got, we had to like, you know, do paperwork so I could be his power of attorney if anything happened to him because he was in a different country and. Um, but then all the way up into the, like the forties, like just, you know, this, I, I think the potential to m make a living doing something that you love, like has never been greater than it is right now, you know, and the only time that it will be greater is tomorrow. And then tomorrow, you know, it's like, I agree. 
it's such a cool uh, age that we live in. So, I mean, the the hard thing is there's there's like a million paths, you know, and it's like, do I do this or that? You know, what direction do I go? And um, yeah, just being, yeah, being aware of that. So that was part of the reason I wanted to have you on was just your own, um, like the business side of it for you. Um, tell me just about what your experience is like uh, having your own business versus, say, being a school teacher. <laughs> oh, that's very different. Huh? Whereas <laughs> I would say working in an elementary school and working at a college, not so different. <laughs> right, right. Um, I love working for myself. Somebody yeah. had said once, would you work as hard for yourself as you work for someone else? And yeah. that's always in the back of my mind as well, because yeah. I think I work even harder for myself and I'm a loyal employee. Like yeah. I show up early, I stay and do what needs to be done. Um, whereas now working for myself full time, I, I feel like I lived in fear for so many years hmm. um, with, under so many things, fear yeah. of multiple things in different seasons of my life. Yeah. Um, that now I knew God directed me to do this and he's always clearly directed me. But yeah. the business side of things, I have to trust God every yeah. step yeah. because I'm, I'm not um, the best with numbers. So I check and double check and reach out to my wise counsel people and, and get some background with people, um, some assurance with people who are strong in that area. But I really have to trust God. Who are my next clients going to be? Who's yeah. another coach that's going to join me? What does that yeah. look like? Yeah. Because you don't know where those people are going to come from. Yeah. So one of the blessings has been all the people that have reached out to me from my past that I've yeah. been able to reconnect with from when I lived in Florida, um, down in Naples, when I was at CSU as a student, um, when it was back called Baptist Bible College, when I was at CSU as a resident director working in admissions, when I was a teacher in South Jersey, both times, because I taught, went to Florida, then taught again. So yeah. sometimes when I start conversations with people who reach out to me, I'll say, okay, so you knew me thin, so let me pick up at my car accident, and then I tell <laughs> them my story. Yeah. And then other people, I'm like, oh, you've only known me heavy. Okay, so let me back up. I was thin for 27 <laughs> years. Um, and they're yeah. like, oh, because they only knew me over 300 pounds. They, they yeah. had no idea. I mean, they didn't know my weight, but they knew that I was a very large, joyful woman. Yeah. Yeah. So the business aspect is really um, trusting God and knowing that he's going to provide because he led me here. Yeah. And if I didn't think he led me here, then I think I would have fear what's next what's next what's next but i sit in on a lot of training with other health coaches i'm supported by business coaches so i have the skill because i think of my elementary education degree my yeah. master's in organizational leadership who god has made me to be has all merged yeah um, to being a health coach because it's really mentoring yeah. people and helping them reach their goals yeah and then all of the training that I get helps me know how to minister to people and to serve them, whether they're believers or not. I have some yeah. that are not believers, but it helps me to know I'm doing the tasks that need to be done. I'm planting the seeds that need to be planted 
So yeah. if they join me on a health journey, yes, great. And if they say no, it's a not now. Because yeah. chances are they're going to reach out to me sometime because right. they're going to need something. Right, when they get desperate. So a couple things I want to go back to. First is you said your group of wise counsel or something like that. Do you have specific people in your life that you go to for different decisions or, or at oh, different yeah. places? Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people that are married have their husband to bounce things off of, but since I yeah. have have always been single, I don't have that yeah. option. Right. Um, and since you know, I I take everything to the Lord, I yeah. still need some people in skin. Yeah. <laughs> that can talk to me. So um, I talk a lot with my mom and my sister, who yeah. both love the Lord and are super grounded. My sister is a pastor's wife out in um, Michigan in the Three Rivers Portage area. Okay. Then I have people like Sherry Holloway um, yep. at CSU, and I'm on the Life Women's Conference Committee. Yeah. So I have that whole group <clears throat> of people that I can bounce ideas off. And I have some lifelong friends that are around me. Um, yeah. And they do say you become like the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. So I try to be really careful with who I surround myself with. Yeah. <clears throat> and I look and see. Where are they in their life? And yeah. do I want to be there? And that's kind right. of how I choose my wise counsel people. But I yeah. would say all of the people um, basically are believers. And then yeah. in the health coaching world, I'm blessed with a lot of people that I'm connected with through health coaching that are believers. Yeah. And so we filter everything through scripture and we can bounce ideas around and we support each other and we encourage each other even though we we all have our own individual business if right. i can't reach out to a client one day i can call one of my friends and say hey could you you know do a health progress call with this person or or i just started to launch a new coach and i need to help her get going but i'm super busy on this day and it's things i can't move around can you help her and they're like of course and yeah. they won't get any benefit from that, but because they love the Lord and they understand that it's overall health and overall ministry to people, they jump right in and help. Yeah, it's really cool to have. I, I'm in a group like that with a, a marketing group. And um, one of the guys, it was his first time in the group last night. And he was like, I can't believe how helpful people are in the group. And it's like, you know, and part of it is the guy who started it is generous with his time and, you know, he kind of sets the tone. But, um, yeah, they're, like there's just people that are like, hey, here's the last contract I wrote. Here's my marketing material. Here's how I do this. Here's how I do that. And, you know, celebrating wins. And um, it's it's just cool when you have that kind of environment where it's like, yeah, I'm, I have I have people or whatever. And then, um, yeah, I think that. Uh, I think having, yeah, like my wife and I talk every day about stuff, but like there's a, there's a proverb that says, um, that I'm going to butcher right now off the top of my head, but, um, with, with much counsel comes victory or something, you know, like that. But like just the fact that you need wise counsel for, you know, to do well, to be successful, to, um, yeah, whatever you're doing, whether, you know, whether it's health, marriage, business, job, whatever. And um, yeah, when you have groups and people and all those kind of things, it's it's pretty you awesome. You need people who think differently than you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because sometimes first. you only see a situation from your own perspective and you need yeah. somebody who can see outside of the forest and outside of the trees and can look in and say, oh, you know what you should do here? Or can speak from their own experience and say, yeah. here's what I've learned. Maybe this will help you. Yeah, for sure. So what have been some of your biggest challenges in, in building your own business? Um, I, wow, I, I haven't really had any challenges yet. Yeah. <laughs> Things have been going so fast, buddy, and so unbelievably well that that's yeah. why I actually had to quit my job. Yeah. Um, I couldn't keep up with um, supporting all my clients. Yeah. Um, I mean, I posted for the first time the end of December, 20, December 28th. Yeah. And I had my first client by the beginning of the year, January 3rd, I think it was. And yeah. it has just, um, there's times where I don't post on Facebook because so many yeah. people contact me that I can't keep up with it. Yeah. So I guess the only challenge I can think of is, is just the, the fear of having to depend on where my next clients are going to come from. And even yeah. at the beginning of the month, I'm always praying for five new clients. That's yeah something i pray in my head um yeah. and i'm like okay the beginning of april all right lord i don't know where my clients are coming from you know this this month and then it was like bam 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 three already and yeah. one of them came because i i ran into a father of a student in the wegmans and i said hello to him and two days later his wife texts me and she's nice. like, Chris, I need to do whatever nutrition plan you're doing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, did your husband tell you he saw me? Yeah, he said you were so kind. And buddy, I wrote back and I said, at laughing face, he said I was so kind. He didn't say I lost a lot of weight. <laughs> and she said, well, he did say that. He said you looked great, but that you were super kind. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I yeah. thought, holy smokes, you can't lose over 100 pounds and people not notice. Right, right. But the challenges, um, I don't know. It's, I, I'm a disciplined person. I think for some people, if you're not self-disciplined, running your own business can be difficult. Yeah. Um, but I'm a, disi a disciplined person. So yeah. like I, I have my schedule for the morning. I have my to-do list. I have client support calls. I, I lead two Bible studies. So I have study time for those. Um, there's just different things that I plan throughout my day. And now that I work for myself, I can go shopping at any time. I can make doctor's yeah. appointments at any time. Yeah. So even that isn't a challenge. I found life was more challenging when I was working for somebody else because there were time restraints. Right. And I was locked into a schedule and I had to take off work to yeah. go here, take off work to go there. Or how can I get to the post office? I can't. On right. a weekday, I can only yeah. go on a Saturday, yeah, and even to the bank. But I don't have those challenges now because I work for myself. Yeah, yeah, that freedom is huge. I, I've, um, I mean, I, I've always, I actually, I've tried not to do this in the last few years, but I always worked, you know, well over forty hours. But I have always had a lot of freedom, even when we were in corporate America in the nineties. I was in IT and we just seem to have a little bit more freedom than other departments, um, especially with the bosses that I had. But yeah, that freedom to do what you want, when you want. Um, when we were moving back to the States, my wife was like, 
you know, let's just get jobs. And I'm just like, no way I would die. Like my soul would just shrivel up and die to go somewhere for like eight to five, you know, 48 weeks out of a year or something like that. And that's not everyone. Like some people, like I look at my life and go, I always, I kind of choose the harder path, but I like the results of that. Like I just was thinking that yesterday. I'm, I'm like picking up sticks out of my yard because the bottom like acre we didn't mow when we mowed the part next to our house. And it's like, yeah, I have to care for, you know, I have seven acres and hundreds of trees and all this lawn and stuff. But I would rather work a little bit harder and get to enjoy that every day of my life, um, you know. So I, I appreciate the harder path that comes with, you know, a lot more freedom and a lot more. Well, and biblically, yeah. we're supposed to work. Yeah. You know, and God has given us the ability to work. Yeah. And so what are we going to do with our time and how are we going to use that and how are we going to impact lives? Yeah. And wherever we are, even um, those three years that I spent working in um, in the world, my first job outside of college that was not in ministry yeah. um, was very difficult for me. Um, yeah. I told people I worked in a rated R movie because of yeah. the language of the people there, words yeah. that I had not heard people spoken or yeah. not heard spoken from people yeah. in like real life in my sphere right. of influence. Yeah. And yet I knew God took me there for the people and right. to be in communication with them and to walk my faith out loud, yeah. um, which some some of them didn't understand. And I got to share the gospel many times. And I loved that because I'm the type of person that will, you know, talk to anybody, which I think is the same with my friend, buddy. Um, <laughs> you know, we've never met a stranger. And yeah. I love that because reaching out to people. One of the things I heard years ago from Mary Kay Ash was to imagine that every person has a sign around them that says, make me feel special or make me feel yeah. important. Yeah. And so I really tried to do that with every person that I'm in touch with, that I'm communicating with, that everybody is important and everybody is special. We know that as believers because they have value. Yeah. yeah. But I don't. I'm not trying to get anything from you. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I have nothing to sell you yeah. unless I'm a hope dealer. I'm a support right. giver. Okay. Then yeah. that, yes. But I want people to know that I care about them. And so yeah. whenever I'm in conversation with somebody or I'm reaching out to them, I'm looking for ways to connect with them. What do we yeah. have in common? How can I encourage you today? Yeah. What can I do? Even in texting, like, how can I encourage you today? Yeah. Can I send you, I'm sending people verses. I'm sending people on positive things. I want my posts online to be encouraged. Not don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. It's yeah. here's what you can do. There's hope. Yeah. Because that's what we get to do with our time is invest in people. And I'm yeah. all about investing in people, however that is. If I can help them with their health, if I can help them in their walk with the Lord, then I'm all in. Yeah. So that's really what I'm trying to do with the BAM school and for BAM.com is help people make like a good living in, you know, 20 to 25 hours a week, but to really have time to do whatever it is they feel like God has called them to do to serve. And I just find in my own life when I have like margin, um, like things just got go a lot better. I'm able to like hear God's voice more clearly or respond um, when there's no margin, you know, it's like, 
yeah, I don't know what happens, but it's like stress comes, overwhelm, all these kind of things. Which is not um, good for your health. Yes, it's not good for your health. And um, yeah, and just thinking about, okay, how do I, how can I earn my living in a reasonable amount of time with a reasonable amount of freedom? And sometimes people's business and what they bring to the world are very, you know, are, are the same. But I think it's always good when you have, you know, some measure of time to be able to do something out of that. And I, like I was talking to a, a couple a few weeks ago, they have, you know, their company, they have like 60 employees, multiple millions of dollars, very missional, but they're going, okay, how do we transition? You know, like, I think what you were talking about earlier, like all your life has converged, which is very common for people in their like forties and fifties that God kind of brings a convergence of like my skills, my experience, my gifts yes. is kind of coming together. So, um, last week when I was at CSU, I was talking about spiritual gifts and, how God uses us. What do you think are, are the ways that you see God use you most frequently in other people's lives? Well, I, I have the gift of encouragement. So it's natural for me to support and encourage people. Yeah. Um, I also know that God has gifted me in the area of teaching. Yeah. So if you talk to my mom, sometimes she says, I can't believe you're not teaching. But yeah. one of the things health coaching has freed me up to do is I've um, offered to be on the sub list at a local Christian school. Cool. So I get to do that. Yeah. Um, but that's what working for yourself does. Like you said, it, it yeah. can open you up for ministry. And yeah. um, I love teaching the Bible. I love speaking at things. I've been asked to speak at different women's events. Um, the women's conference that I work at uh, or work for um, that is actually up at Clark Summit University. The women's conference is called Life, L-Y-F-E, yeah. Live Your Faith yeah. Every Day. And um, I've been able to be a breakout session speaker there. Yeah. Um, so those opportunities and those ministries, I just feel like God, I'm, I'm trying not to squander what God has given me. Yeah. And when he gives me opportunities, even though I, I might be hesitant or fearful, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, uh, of course I would do that, but yeah. let me just pray it through and make sure it's what God has for me. Yeah. Because I want to, I want to serve in every possible way that I can, but yeah. I also want to make wise choices in those decisions. Right. Yeah. I think, um, I, I don't think of, uh, like encouragement being one of my gifts, but in a, in a sense, like Adam Holdstrand, I don't know if you remember him. He, yes. he said, like last year he was like, you have the gift of faith for others. And I think of it like if somebody is like 80% of the way to something that I can help like push them over the edge, push them over the hump to kind of do whatever it is they want to do. And um, that's something that I've been looking for lately. And like, I also know, you know, in general, like I, I like to connect with leaders and people that are going to maybe, you know, impact 10 people or whatever. And, um, I especially love like helping those, you know, a lot of my former students have started businesses or they've done cool things. And I, I love being able to do that to go, okay, you're right here. Yeah, you can do this. Like just take this step, this step and this step and you're there, you know, like you've got the rest of the way. And I can see you doing that in the health um, aspect of like, yeah, you can, you can do this. Like here's, here's the steps. It's simple. If you get, you know, if you get stuck, give me a call or whatever. I don't know. I don't even know the name of your business or how the whole process works. But if someone was curious about 
um, you know, they wanted to jump in and the house journey. You should throw up your pictures that you've never posted online. Do you want to do that for the video? I'll do that. (laughs) Yeah. When um, I started with my health coach, she said to take a picture from the front, from the side, from the side and take it in tight fitting clothes. So yeah. the reason I've never posted them is because I'm like in a tank top. So some of it I feel like is yeah. it immodest. Um, and then part of it is I'm also embarrassed as to how heavy I got. When yeah. I showed these pictures to my mom, buddy, she said, you were never that heavy. And I said, mom, I just dressed really well. Yeah. So I will show them to you. So yeah. this is my starting picture. I started the day after my 50th birthday. Yeah. And then that's a year after. Nice. Well done. You're the only one who has seen these. That's like (laughs) going to now be forever on your site. Ah! On YouTube. Well, I can't (laughs) say you're the only one who. Oh, great. Um, I guess then they're out there. I show them to people on my phone all the time. Or if I'm meeting with a potential client, I show them to them. I actually had it put in a placemat. (laughs) Yeah, that's because great. Because I'm okay with showing people them. I yeah. just haven't worked up the courage to post it yeah. on on my Facebook page. And it's just my personal Facebook page. I don't right. I don't say like health coach, Chris Schill. I right. just I want people to seek out because health coaching is, you know, healthy mind, healthy weight management, healthy surroundings, healthy finances. Yeah. All the programs that I coach are um, about being healthy, but they have a weight loss component. Yeah. I'm actually speaking with somebody today who struggles with weight and needs to gain weight. So yeah. I'm going to talk with her about a program. But the yeah. way people reach out to me is just my phone number, my email, or through Facebook. And I did okay. make my Facebook page um, public. Okay. So um, some people will, will be able to see it in YouTube, but if people are just listening to the podcast, why don't you give them your... Um, phone number in your email that they could write that down. Yeah. So my phone number, because I'm a South Jersey girl, is 856-304-2893. And email? And my email is my first and last name squished together and my birthday. K-R-I-S-S-C-H-I-L-L-1016 at gmail.com. Cool. Well, thanks so much, Chris. It was great having you on and fun following your journey on Facebook the last couple of years. And uh, best of luck to you and God's blessings on you as you continue to help others and uh, make a living doing it. Thanks so much, buddy. And it was so fun reconnecting with you. BAM School, facilitating a global self-funding disciple-making movement through business. Thanks for tuning in to the BAM School Podcast. Find show notes, free courses, resources, and more at forbam.com.